0: Welcome to the Black Tower podcast. We are a Wheel of Time podcast with questionable morals yeah. as it is. <laughs> I am one of your lesser but still sometimes okay hosts. You're Bajan Mahal, <laughs> Andrew. And I am joined by another fantastic host who's been here quite a while. You may have seen him before.
1: Hi, I'm the baloney in this. Tainted grilled cheese sandwich. My name is Josh. I come to you as your Sorovan Mahale. And I <laughs> am Daniel, your Joker con mahale. <laughs> Joker con Mahale, <laughs> Your persona con mahale.
0: Um hey, everybody's yeah. gonna hear Joker, and they're gonna think like Heath Ledger. Yeah, they're gonna thank Heath Ledger because we ignore the the next one after.
1: Well, that- Ooh, oh, oh, oh. oh. Takashi six nine Joker.
0: Yeah, Gosh. we ignore Takashi six <laughs> nine and skip right to uh to to the Phoenix. Uh, you know, yep. Jared Leto's Joker was just a really bad fever dream. It was like a flicker, uh, a flicker scene, if you will. Yes. A
1: flicker. A yes, flicker, a flicker, 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 flicker. No, honestly, we've had so many Jokers and only one of them was the real Joker. And we all know who that was. Uh, and then all of the Stark other Nicholson. ones. Yes. And all of the <laughs> other ones have been uh, the worlds in which the Dark One won. Some of them are okay. In fact, some of them are quite nice. But then you have ones where like the Dark One wins really hard. And Then you get the, the dark one six, <laughs> The dark one wins so hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Black but if you Tower want to rent, if you want podcast. to win so hard, make sure you head on over to blacktowerpod.com and yeah. check out all of the tainty stuff mm. we have to offer. There, it's got Discord, it's got forums, it's got Patreon, it's got a running most of the time up-to-date list. Uh, of our five most recent YouTube videos and podcast episodes when I remember to add them to the website because life get busy sometime. And it also has...
1: uh, It do 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 that. Gets in the way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, It also has a nice, fancy Indiana (laughs) Jones-esque, one may even say gender-bent Indiana Jones, in the best of ways. A uh, link to our sponsor, the better half of the Sorvan Mahel household, the Crystal Barista. You can go and check out the Crystal Barista for all of your rock-hounding needs. And if you're like, hey, life for me is also busy, so I cannot go find my own rock. You can buy rock from Crystal Barista. She has rock. She has minerals. She has all variations of the above. So go and check out the Crystal Barista and let her know that we sent you by just saying, hey, Black Tower Podcast sent me here so that she can, you know, tell us thank you. Because that's what we, we need, the validation.
1: Do it that's do it, it for our do. validation, please. Do it for our validation.
0: Yeah. But in addition to the Crystal Barista, uh, I, I believe there's some other things they should check out.
1: Right, Josh? Uh, yes. First off. You know, you've already gone to BlackTowerPod.com. You've already gone to Crystal Barista and Facebook.com slash RockPick. You've already done those things. And God, it really tired you out. And that's cool. We get it. Sometimes you run down. You need a nice pick-me-up, one that tastes great and won't give you the shakes and no crash afterwards. That's why you want to go to Dubby and get some Dubby energy. Put in code BTP for 10% off because it's awesome and you're going to love it. Then, after you got some pep in your step, you will have enough energy to traverse the Great Blight. Go to thegreatblight.com where everything, a compendium, if you will, of all things Wheel of Time is available. Mm-hmm. Nabless has done an amazing job building an amazing website for amazing people. That's you. So go check it out. It's gonna be awesome. You're gonna love it. It's huge.
0: It's huge. Huge. Uh. And while they're pulling out uh, their hard-earned Andorian crowns to buy things, (laughs) where else can they spend some of this illustrious coin? Only
1: the finest Andorian crowns. Not 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 persona, Daniel.
0: I'm I'm thinking of the other. Sorry, I was
1: trying to do a screenshot. I'm in the middle (laughs) of something, but I can stop for the moment to tell them. That instead of spending your hard-earned money on stupid, unnecessary things, you should go over to our spreadsheet where you can get wonderful uh, merchandises from the Black Tower. And then, after that, make sure that you stop over at New Creations by Jen, where you can go ahead and get our merch and also other creators' merch that maybe you found on thegreatblade.com. I don't know. I don't know your life. You should probably have been there first so that you know what you're looking for. But also, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if you want a cool flicker, 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 flicker shirt, you got to go to New Creations by Jen. If you awesome. want a cool Two Rivers Sniper shirt, you got to go to Spreadshirt. If, or no, I'm sorry, New Creations. If you want an Althor... Archery Academy shirt, that one you have to go to spreadshirt for. Correct. And if you want chibis, if you want to wear our face on your body, that requires either a tattoo or chibis from spreadshirt. I highly recommend the first. And I yes. could not the recommend former, it yeah. more. If you get if you want to get three chibis the mihail chibi tattoo like dude respect
0: rah go for it we got to compete Fact. with way of the leaf they've already they already got a fan that has their logo tattoo so are you serious yeah yeah you didn't see that that was uh, a couple months ago yeah someone got we're, the way of the leaf tattooed uh, on their arm we're down
1: by one like their, their on. logo I Thought we had the craziest uh, fans uh, in the world. Uh, you are down by one. You are down by one, boy. <laughs> uh no, no, no. I never actually wished to get out of that cave. You did that all by uh, yourself.
0: We we oh. still we still gotta get our, our collective tattoos. Every every uh every gathering madness, uh, we talk about doing it, and we have yet to do it. So we gotta do it. Yeah, well, it's we hot. actually
1: legitimately have to design something as well I mean, yeah we got to come yeah, up with ideas like yeah, <laughs> kind of if
0: you have ideas for a btp Throttle uh ask, i guess uh tattoo uh let us know uh, especially if you can draw or design it that'd be great anyway I mean, technically we have other things that are great
1: logos for the three of us we could do that yeah, we do but again we anyway, have a hell sorry. of us yeah. oh we could get
0: maybe we could get somebody to do like a cool like kind of collage-esque kind of mixed thing of the, uh, the, the logo concepts. I like that it. That would be cool. Yeah. But speaking of other cool things, not everybody wants to be spoiled. So we do spoiler oh. warnings, even though most people know we are a full spoiler podcast. But stuff. just in case you somehow did not know, uh, we have some fantastic friends that want to make sure that you know uh, that we are full spoiler. I present to you the Gleeman's
1: Apprentice. The black tower stands fully erect. When the tower is bulging at full erectness, you must protect yourself from tainty spoilers. Your spoiler condom must cover the immense girthiness of all 14 books of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With an nitty-bitty tip at the top for the prequel New Spring. If your condom is too small, you will get tainty spoilers all up in your eye. Or ears. You have been warned. Yep. Look out for that tainty yep. spoiler jizz. It stinks.
0: Yep. Yep. Thank you for Gle- Thank you, Gleeman's Apprentice for that. If you haven't already, go and check out Gleeman's Apprentice. It is a fantastic podcast. They are fantastic folks. Uh, definitely go and check them out. And tell them the Black Tower podcast sent you. So, without further ado, we have a topic, as we always have a topic for, because we
1: are organized and professional guys. Hey, what's our Can topic I just for today? Say, we say that sarcastically, oh. but for like at least a full year, I think we've maybe not had a topic for like <laughs> one week. So even though we still yeah. say that sarcastically, it's actually yeah, super it's true. <laughs> well, it wasn't always true, and it wasn't always. I believe, always. Yes. I believe no, and that is the reference to which we are making tonight. We are discussing. Figure of legend. Oh very A legend. F- figure so awe inspiring. So intimidating. Much old. Very and legend. So pointless. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right, it's oh another. My- BTP background! Break, 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 break break, down, 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 down! (laughs) We are talking about of course the legendary Cad Swain Sadai. Cad Swain Maladren. I will for all (coughs) um okay hold on lost my train of thought. Cad scared Andrew. <laughs> Cad <Swain> scared. <laughs> Andrew, <it>. come back. <laughs> Andrew, come back. No. <laughs> Any kind of fool could see um, there was something. Yeah, no, I hopefully you remember what you, you were thinking of. Uh Cad is such a wonderful addition to the cast of characters in the Wheel of Time. And by wonderful, I mean really annoying, but somewhat necessary. And that's a little frustrating. (laughs) Uh, I lost uh,
0: the ear, the little ear squishy part from one of my ah, earbuds.
1: I see. Ear squishy. So, fun story my computer completely frozen right now. Uh, We have you back now. I mean, this is awesome, but I see. Yeah. Anyway, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say so. I was going to say that Cat Swain, for as much as I don't like her, she actually has some really badass moments in the series. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm not going to say that out loud. I think she is the Aes Sedai that has the biggest big dick energy out of anybody in the White Tower, to include Swan and Moraine. Yeah. Correct. Why? Yes. Oh, there you go. Sorry, goes. he froze. Yeah, apparently.
0: Welcome to the Technical Difficulties podcast.
1: Say that I could hear. Okay, here we go. Oh, there it is. Okay. okay. Coming back. Okay, we're back. Welcome back. Okay, so what I was getting what I was saying is that Swain, <laughs> despite how much I dislike her she is actually, she has some very badass moments in the books. books. Probably some of the most badass moments. Maybe. We can get into it later. Mm. Um, but I feel like out of all the Aes Sedai in the White Tower, she has the biggest big dick energy. And I have mad respect for her. I don't. I actually don't really have very much respect for her. And this is this is why we do these episodes, and this is why we have fun. Because in wait a the minute. End, wait a minute. Shouldn't we just all agree and accept our Amazon corporate payouts for being well, good little the, the payment
0: hasn't cleared for this week's podcast yet? So
1: but also, no, 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 no. It's it's not about that. Cat Swain's not on the show yet. I'll love Cat Swain when she shows up on oh! Amazon. Oh, oh, good but point, as of good right point. now, I can say whatever I want because fuck not Cat <laughs> We're no. still allowed to not like her. <laughs> no, and this is this is where I actually really love this podcast in general, as well as, you know, this story in general. Everybody got the exact same information about Catswing. She does the exact same thing on the page for me as she does for Josh, as she does for Andrew, as she does for all of our listeners, as she does for everyone who's ever read this book. Some of us cannot stand this woman. Now, again, I understand things she does i can justify her actions to her uh because she thinks they're necessary but i think that she is one of the worst uh sorry don't one get of the me worst, wrong one of the worst good guys i think cats is one of the worst good guys she doesn't even hold a candle to some of like the worst bad guys but she's like one of the worst good guys <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, no, Grey Aja Sitter You are completely correct The second she shows up on screen And it's fucking, you know uh, Dame Maggie Smith And she just <laughs> kills it I'm gonna be so angry When she's just amazing And I no, fall it's, immediately it's, uh, in love with Cad Swain and I'm gonna have to change my entire Opinion, but as of right now <laughs> It's a Vassarella from The Expanse Christian Vassarella, what's her Actor's name she is. Wait, she's already cast? No, she's not cast. But if she was fan cast, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And she and so and she messaged uh, Rafe on Twitter and was like, "Apparently, we have something to talk about." Uh, and yeah. Rafe was like, "I have you on my casting board, the- so oh, yeah, we that. need to talk." And so, oh yeah, yeah, they were they were so tweeting they back and forth about, started about it, started DMing each other. Yeah,
0: and then he, he said then was, uh, he said he would have dm her, but he doesn't know how to work Twitter.
1: Ah, yes. Okay. I do actually <laughs> remember that one. I take it back. All right. Well, yeah, Andrew, yeah. both Josh and I have put in our just immediate initial thoughts on Cat Swain. So I mean, what do you think? How do, how do you feel? Let's get this actual breakdown going once we get the opinions of her out of them. <laughs> uh,
0: so it's uh, funnily enough, uh, I have a co worker uh, that he is now in Towers of Midnight. Okay. And we were talking about Cat Swain. Uh, today, in addition to some other topics, um, which if I remember will be more relevant next week, but I have a better opinion of Cat Swain than I did when that conversation started Interesting. and uh, I, I, to be perfectly honest, I, I still don't like Cat Swain. Um, sure. A lot of that is because I definitely absolutely love Rand uh, and identify a ton with Rand. And feel like she handles uh, Rand inappropriately, um, not not in a like malicious way. Yes. Well, not in a malicious way yet, but her backstory um, does set her up to be an incredible character. Now that's all stuff we that all happened before uh, before the books, so you know it's it can be a little. A little weird to include and talk about. Well, I'll say that, but it's not really that weird. I don't know where I'm trying to go with that. Anyway. uh, Anyway. uh, She's not one of my favorite characters, but I do like her more after a discussion today than I did prior to that.
1: Maybe Josh can convince me of the same thing that your friend convinced you or your coworker convinced you. I doubt it. But it's possible. We'll see where if this guys, discussion goes. <laughs> if you guys like her more after my comments, I have failed. So just don't. Okay. I fair believe enough. she has. I'm trying to be like equal in my analysis here, but oh yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about her history. Let's talk about a little bit about, you know, the, the different aspects of Cadwyn herself, as far as facts are concerned, not necessarily opinions, not necessarily, you know, how much we think that she did or like her or blah, 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 but the actual facts of the matter. Uh, she is from farm adding, uh, seems to have been born and raised there until becoming a sister, um, which is a little interesting just because again, you, you have the, uh, it, it's a little weird that someone from formatting would actually go become an Aes Sedai, even if they could channel, but she does. She's kind of an outlier. Um, also, according to this, uh, by the events of the, um the, the books, Kat Swain is actually 300, sorry, not 200, and 94 years old, cause she was born in 705. So she's actually just shy of 300 years old um, by the time that we see her in the book. So she's been alive a long time, has seen a lot of stuff. Um, she is uh, 5'5 in height <laughs> uh, at the time of the books. She does have uh, iron gray hair and nearly black eyes. Uh. According to this, she does first appear in New Spring. Um, I don't know when the uh, her first appearance, it doesn't have it on here as far as when she actually appears in the, like, standard book series. Uh, though I imagine it's somewhere in the neighborhood of Fires of Heaven. Because she's actually a pretty late comer to the party. Yes, um, her intro is in. I was actually just looking it up because I want it so badly to sound intelligent. <laughs> her intro okay, so her intro is she makes a statement, I can't remember what book it is. Um, but she basically walks into the throne room where Rand is hanging out unannounced. You know, some of the other Aes Sedai are like at first they're like, "Listen here," <laughs> and uh, then when they find out who she is, they're like, "Oh shit!" I um, uh, technically she actually shows up before then, but you keep going. Well, I do want to mention this because it's important. But yes, yeah, yeah, this she, the she epic, shows up prior. Yeah, yeah. the epic in, introduction. Yeah, but she jumps into the throne room with Rand, and she's like, "Oh hey." what's up you little shit you're stupid and you're so dumb uh you're a little bitch what are you gonna do about it and he loses his temper like naturally (laughs) like anyone would like i get it at this point in the story rand has an ego the size of jupiter like we all get that
0: at this point in time this was all also completely her intent Yes. Yes. That was her entire purpose and even showing up was seeing how will he react to being intentionally antagonized.
1: Yep. She 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 walked in like full mega bitch mode was on and it didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter what he did. She was there to just get under his skin. And then when he lost his temper, she was like we will talk again when you learn some respect. Oh and walked out. And like that was her intro into the series, basically. Mm, again, mm, basically. Because she actually does show up uh I think an entire book or two earlier. No, 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 no. Sorry. That is that is her uh that is her intro in the series. This is all from New Spring. <laughs> Never mind. I take it back. Um <laughs> I take I said I take it back. No, that is her intro. <laughs> When she shows up in Carrion and just berates Rand for no good reason. For the purpose of seeing how he behaved when antagonized.
0: Yeah. Well, and I I think we would be uh, a little amiss to not talk about why all the Aes Sedai that realize or hear that this is Kat Swain react in the, oh shit manner. Oh yes. Uh, Because her, her career uh, prior to this is, absolutely legendary for the Aes Sedai Um, beyond the fact that most Aes Sedai think she's actually dead Um, right
1: so that's one of the biggest things is that everybody's just like oh shit you're still alive
0: (laughs) yeah well so she went from novice to uh, Aes Sedai full sisterhood in 11 years Mm
1: -hmm. which is unheard of
0: yep yeah, there's a couple others that do it in, in similar times. I think there's a couple to do it in a couple of years shorter, but um, she's so here and or
1: there. The three that all yeah. become full sisters in two years.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but very soon after she became a full sister, she learned. Uh, she got uh, humiliated by a wilder named Norla. Uh, who lived in the Black Hills. And her tutelage is what helped shape Kathleen's composure and skills beyond what the tower trained her to do and be. Um, And that's where she received her, even though it's not regarded as itself a powerful Angriol, her hair ornament known as the Paralysis Net. um, That's where she got it from. She got it from the wilder uh, Norla. So she first became a legend amongst sisters whenever she was offered to become a sitter for the first time in 846 and said, you know what? Nah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) They offered again later and she said, no, I still don't want to do that. And then in 862, they said, hey, how about you lead the green Aja? How about you lead the battle Aja? And she says, no. And then, uh, and around 890, she found out that the Hall of the Tower intended to raise her amerlin and she fucking disappeared Led for two tower. <laughs> she just left. Um, uh, and this is after the passing of, uh, Sarah L. Bagand, uh, who was the amerlin, uh around 890. So from 890 to 900
1: NE, she just nope the fuck out of the tower. If you could do me a favor, Andrew, um, I'm gonna do this thing and then just edit me disappear.
0: I, I, will, I will see what Ooh. I can do. I don't know if I have those. No, it, it's fine. I'm just kidding. So do that, but then I need—I'll need a still frame of just your chair in your room, and I'll just have one fade to the other. <laughs> that will definitely work perfectly.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, that'll work. That'll work. Wait. <laughs> but this is, um,
1: this is the quality content you Patreons pay for. Yes, yeah.
0: So uh, 50 years later, she fully uh, retires from the White tower uh, to go to, um, to Geldon and grow roses. She's like, you know what I'm done. And then in 975, she comes back uh, for the IL war with her two surviving warders. Once the IL war is done, she retires, goes back to growing roses, and then when Loghain shows up, she comes back out of retirement uh, but was not interested in
1: escorting Loghain to Tarvalon, but helped capture his ass. Guys, guys, Cad Swain is the Brett Favre of Aes Sedai. He even starts as a Green Bay Packer. Uh, and when the world say...
0: needed her most, she returns. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, later on, she hears of, of Taim. She hears about Mazarin Taim, and she rushes uh, to Saldea. Yes. Um, she was, before the appearance of Egwene, Nynaeve, on and Elaine, yeah. she was the strongest Aes in the One Power in a thousand years. Yep. Um. Even though she was part of the Green Aja over the years, she confronted and captured more men who could channel than any other living sister, including those of the Red Aja. She's like, not only will I do my job, but I will do your job, too, and <laughs> I will do it better. <laughs> I will come out of retirement and do your job better than you.
1: Well, also, I love I, the one thing that I actually you also do had a cheat like code for about it. Cad Swain is the idea that when it comes right down to it Cad Swain was green Aja she was mm-hmm. she did officially take on the green Aja blah 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 but she was a rainbow sister she absolutely was talent like a, a particular talent in healing captures a fuck ton of men who can channel Uh, fights like a like a badass has multiple warders like literally like goes in and negotiates shit with people. Uh has a mission her whole life, which seems to be capturing men who can channel. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, so I love how I the wiki I writes this. <laughs> Talks about there's a rumor that Cadswain assaulted an Amberlin. The rumor's vague. Everybody believes it's not true. And it literally just says it is not. She did this. <laughs> so this was Miriam Copen who was the (laughs) Amalyn in 758 NE. Everybody thought she went on a self-imposed retreat. No, Cat Swain fucking kidnapped her. (laughs) And took her out with the goal of turning her into a strong Emily because she was considered weak. Cat Swain was only 53 at the time. She had been in the tower for 53 years. Or not in the tower for 53 years. She was 53 years old, yeah. Um, hadn't been in the tower that terribly long. Hadn't been in eyes to that long. It was like, you know what? We're gonna steal the Amberlin seat. He we went full Nicholas Cage.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna steal the Amberlin um, seat.
0: And I don't do And this Nick is Cage. part of where Swain's, uh Telltale telltale okay, uh, kind Josh, of habit of, of spanking people.
1: Nicholas Cage. <laughs>
0: yeah. This is where Kat Swain's kind of hallmark uh, tactic of spanking people. Uh, first really emerged because one of her methods to turn uh miriam into a strong amerlin was to turn her over and spank her at least once. Um
1: and yes. she evaded punishment to, because to only because amerlin good
0: Amarylland, Yes. That's why she was doing it. Yeah, uh, and so she escaped punishment because uh, Miriam, as the Amaryllons, uh made a statement that implied that she did not assault her. So she got away with that. Um, but her kidnapping and her spankings did not stop there. She, uh, in her lifetime, has kidnapped a Terabon king who could channel, brought him to the White Tower, White Tower, while being pursued by the king's army, who did not think she could channel or that he could <laughs> channel. Uh, She also kidnapped the king of Eredomon and the queen of Saldea. Um, And then, like, after she released them, they were certain there was going to be war. And the war just kind of didn't happen. She has actually spanked three reigning kings and four reigning queens. She has stopped a coup in the White Tower. Um, So she found there was a plot to overthrow... Yeah, she found there was a plot to overthrow her, even though she didn't like her. Uh, she stopped it uh, by capturing the conspirators who believed they'd be able to enlist the help of her um, and took them directly to the Amberlin's office herself. And, you know, obviously that kind of embarrassed the Amaralyn because, hey, here's somebody I don't like that discovered this plot and just saved my ass. Yeah. I so, mean...
1: And this is one of, of the is... points where, like, I... I do actually really respect Cad Swain for that. When you can actually protect your enemy because they're your mother, that is the right thing to do. That is absolutely the kind of person that you should be. Because, yes. again, you dislike this Amarlin. That is your the, the way that people view you. How you actually react when they try to go ahead and... Uh, recruit you into that coup is your character and clearly Cadswain is a woman of character however we did just go over the fact that she has a little bit of a problem with authority and also people not doing what she wants and she regularly goes you need to be spanked which is not a particularly good diplomatic tool <coughs> That's, and this is, this is where my character flaws of Kadswane come in, because we've talked at length about how the White Tower, one of the biggest issues they face as an organization is they are stagnant. Mm-hmm. They have policies and rules that are a thousand years old that are actively making them weaker, making them lesser, you know, not recruiting. Um I I don't know, there's just a lot of things that they do that that just really have a hard, that make things difficult for the White Tower to maintain that standard of strength. And if you ask any sister in the White Tower, they will straight up say, oh yeah, we were way stronger a thousand years ago than we are now. Period, end of story. There's no question about it. But instead of being reflective on that and going, yeah, guys, something's not right. They hold tighter to those old traditions. And Cad Swain is the ultimate in holding true to those traditions. Now, sometimes, yeah. There's there's very good and there's very bad. Part of her reason is, I mean, check your privilege, right? She can channel more than anybody else in the world prior to Nynaeve and Egwene. And so basically, she walks into a room and everybody does what she tells them to because she can channel more than anybody else. So the system works out pretty great for her. Yes. Cad Swain in all her wisdom can't see past the end of her own nose in this sense. And that's, that is one of the big character flaws. And that's actually one of the reasons I love these books is these characters have flaws. They are flawed characters. They're not just these perfect, amazing can do whatever the hell they want i was actually just about to say so it, it is humorous that you bring up the phrase can't see past her own nose because she is actually very very well known for being able to see things that other people can't now again we actually go ahead and find out that some of that is due and some of that is experience and some of that is a natural talent for it um But, again, it's so ironic in so many ways that this woman, who can see all, doesn't actually realize how much damage she is doing to the people that she's trying to help. Because, again, this is one of the things that I actually think about Cad Swain. I think that her intentions are always noble. Now I think a lot of them are also end up being very self-serving because those noble intentions get tossed around with the things that she's used to with the privilege that she has been given her whole life with the fact that she's been an ice to die so long the fact that she thinks that she knows best all of these different things. But I think that Swain typically looks at problems and goes how can I fix it? Unfortunately, in that sentence, a hell of a lot of emphasis gets put on the I rather than fix. And that's a little bit of a problem. And that's actually one of the reasons that I dislike Cad Swain so much is that she is very much an ends justify means kind of girl and also a very much. I need to be the one to do this. And the way I think it should be done is clearly the right way to do it. And I completely disagree with her that that is true on a number of occasions. And I completely disagree with the statement and the thought process of my way is the best way, especially when it seems like it's not on a number of occasions. Well,
0: So she tries (laughs) to deal with Rand the same way that um, a lot of parents will try to deal with children that are are throwing tantrums that at the most uh, the the child has anger issues. And that's about all, all about all there is to it. Uh, The whole, like, you will not talk to me this way. You will not treat me that way. You will not disrespect me. You know, um, that's how she tries to treat Rand for the longest and it takes her quite a while, all the way until um, uh, when it says South for a moment. Is that Towers of Midnight? When you Uh a second yes, last moment on Dragon. Yes, out. it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the way up until shortly before then, before she realizes she is being dealing with the brand entirely the wrong way, because rand is not simply a child with anger issues or a child throwing temper tantrums rand is a deeply scarred and damaged person and this is part of the conversation i had today with the coworker. yeah um because we had this exact same conversation about how she was dealing with rand yeah how all of her motives were in the best of places thanks to things like Varon's letter and men's viewings and all this her being told that you know she has an important lesson to teach all of the Ashman, but especially Rand, to teach him how to laugh and cry again, uh, which ultimately we, we count as her succeeding once she finally figures out a better way to deal with Rand. But you, you don't take the guy that is uh, suffering from uh, amidst physical physical agony, uh, amidst PTSD, severe PTSD.
1: Dissociative uh, no identity
0: about. disorder, um, survivor's guilt, um, <laughs> and just the pressure and the, the resignation. Uh, by the point she is, by the point she meets him first, that his whole purpose in life is to die. So you have this this guy, this kid, who has all of this going on in his head, and she treats him like a child throwing a temper tantrum, and that doesn't work, as we see. It Moraine even learns
1: that lesson very painfully as well. You can't tell them what to do. Alana learns that lesson. Like it's eventually everybody who deals with anyone from the two rivers eventually learns mm-hmm. the lesson that you can't tell them what you can't tell yeah. them nothing.
0: Well, they have to they have to learn the lesson that Rand isn't he's not just being a stubborn man, he's not just yes. throwing tantrums yes. that yes to his core, everything he's doing he believes is what must be done. Uh, And that's another part of of what the coworker and I talked about uh, today was that, you know, he, he uh, he started talking about, he's like, well, Rand could tell that what he was doing was wrong. You know, he talks about the little voice getting quieter and quieter. And then when the event with Tam happens, the voice goes silent. I'm like, yes, but no, that is Rand (laughs) looking at his life at his situation at what he feels is his fate and destiny and being like, this isn't what I want. This isn't how I want to do it. This isn't where I want to be in life, but it's what I have to do. Yeah. I was like, because when you look at how he treats Aes Sedai, what motivation does he have? What reason does he have to treat Aes Sedai any different way? Because from the eye of the world through towers of midnight, the Aes Sedai have ritualistically uh, lied to him, Not directly, but by omission.
1: Of course, right.
0: Uh, They have manipulated him. They have definitely abused the shit out of him. And he's had all of these terrible experiences to where he's now treating the Aes Sedai this way. Because every time he lets his guard down to try to actually work with Aes Sedai, they fuck him over.
1: Well, And, and so he, at this point, it as it like, it's, a, way like it's an
0: institutionalized it's an institutional problem for well, and, from his perspective with the Aes
1: Sedai And again, think about that as well in terms of the fact that there was one exception to that rule and now his survivor's guilt is worse because the one exception to that rule sacrificed her, herself to save his life because of his inactivity Like, seriously? <laughs> well, and and going back to, to Katswain and whatnot, like this, that's one of the biggest problems that I have with her is that, okay, if you're an Aes Sedai who's just coming in from the outside and you don't know any of these things, her first interaction with Rand can absolutely in some ways be brushed aside to a certain extent because she does have this bad interaction, but she doesn't actually know Rand at all. And she is very much viewing him through the lens of what she has heard about the dragon and he yes. is kind of seemingly outwardly an egotistical fuckhead at the point where she meets him that's true and again i love rand and one of the reasons that i love rand is because i get to see all of us the readers the audience gets to see inside his head and know he's not an egotistical fuckhead <laughs> but Some of his actions are very, very overly done. Yes. And so hearing about that and seeing him for the first time, you can forgive her to a certain extent for walking in and treating him like she had been told he was. However, very quickly, Cad Swain learns a lot of the things that Andrew just brought up. And she even makes a very clear comment that freaks Rand out in some ways about how disassociative he's being. And she knows now about a lot of his traumas. She's now delved him relatively quickly to go ahead and find out the physical trauma that he's been under. So she knows about a good handful of these traumas and she doesn't change for months months and months and months of just shared trauma between the two of them is the only thing that actually gets her to understand that she's been wrong the whole time. And that's where it's a problem because until, unless you actually change with new information, I can't respect the way that you're treating other people. Because again, you had this information. I didn't like the way you treated the person, but you had this much information. The second that you learned this much information and did nothing with it, I I can't go with you. I can't be okay with the fact that you know so much more now and did nothing different. Well, and and to kind of even bring a point out, it again, like we have like we've stated, you know, abundantly, and we all I think agree on this. Cad Swain had no idea what she was getting herself into when she no went into that throne ring so that's why she pissed him off to gauge his reaction find out who he is just another male chandler just another
0: pompous ruler i can deal with this i've done it before beautiful
1: yep how many times has she threatened to paddle his bottom is that a is that a specific line from the books because if it's not it (laughs) should be andrew are you a writer (laughs) the problem the problem then comes with her just you know casually throwing out oh have you started to hear voices yet now rand has started to hear voices mm-hmm. and as there are not an abundance of men who can channel laying around and one of them seems to we want to don't him. know yeah we don't know <laughs> that that's a common uh symptom yet and so rand is like
0: oh the reader knows she's
1: well the reader yeah. knows but the characters don't sure. so rand is now even more questioning his own sanity at a time when we really don't need the savior of the world questioning his sanity for example so she then brings in all the other eyes Sedai. Yes. she interrogates them she says what's going on here and she pries and pries and interrogates and pushes and finds out that some Aes Sedai who have just come from a certain battle around a certain well have sworn fealty to the Lord dragon. And she loses her goddamn mind. She is not happy to find out that Aes Sedai, and I think my, my favorite part of this interaction is that she's actually equally as unhappy with Rand as she is with the Aes Sedai who did it because she's like what the hell is wrong with you don't you have any self-respect as an Aes Sedai from the you White Need God? to read
0: some prophecy <laughs> right like man but you are 295 like, years old you have not read the Corinthian cycle come on
1: <laughs> in all is that, that time is that first on. Corinthians or second Corinthians both. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the corinthians cycle um and it, yeah it just she she kind of she kind of takes it in the wrong way as well he takes it in the wrong way and they just they get off to a bad start oh yeah um their next interaction though i, I think mean, is very interesting when you come
0: in full cocked against somebody it's it's never going to be a right good start. like right? when your first introduction is like hey boy like yeah no that (laughs) never goes any well
1: hey hey guys on remember that time with with our first episode when i was on the show and i was like andrew and daniel suck so hard and you guys are a bunch of dicks and i hate you and you're so dumb and your show sucks and then you guys were like I like this guy. We should keep him around. Do you remember yeah, that? No, I totally remember that. Because that's <laughs> absolutely how conversations <laughs> and meeting people goes. And everybody always loves it when you walk now- up to their room that they own right now <laughs> and go, Hey, 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 fuck you. Fuck everything <laughs> that you Fuck say. your head and the neck it right in on. Sit on this and spin <laughs> around. <laughs> Uh, you know, now I will say this none of us have the benefit of being 300 years old. Correct.
0: No, speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm an old soul. I mean, that's soul. true about me, but I'm still not 295.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 295
1: the... years old. You are. Look as good. You look <laughs> as good. You are not. I like their next interaction, though, because it goes very. She 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 walks into the room slaps her big white tower on the table and says i will paddle you boy and she basically gives him absolutely no reason to believe that she's on his side not even at, a little. at all whatsoever and she likes it that way she wants to keep him on his toes she doesn't you know she wants to keep people guessing she doesn't like the true dragon is her. a non-comfortable dragon hey. yeah
0: she's from the country so- and she likes it that way <laughs>
1: We're from the country and we like it that way. I like that. Um, that. was nice. Rand decides later on that he needs to sneak out to the the rebel camp. Ah, yes. And he poses as Caroline, was it Caroline? Caroline Damodred's cousin. Sweet
0: Caroline.
1: We bump, know about another Fast Damodred. Damodred. <laughs> Comes out there and he's like yes caroline i am uh i'm your cousin now and caroline's like cool let's do this they're hanging around walking around doing all the, the stuff and they run into cad swain mm-hmm. who as per typical isabite has gone to the rebel camp to find out what the juicy goss. what do she you want and the, and the reader doesn't know what the reader doesn't know
0: at this point but (laughs) she knows she knows it's Rand.
1: yes oh yeah because she's got a
0: a little eight-pointed star that likes to fucking yes
1: she she yes and and rand kind of looks and then he looks at me and i look at him and he looks at me and i look at him um Okay, the rest of this is apparently. Cat Swain knows, and he knows. knows.
0: (laughs) Cat Swain, the musical.
1: (laughs) And he's like, he's like pissed because he's like, shit, I'm about to get outed. She's about to out me. And then when she doesn't out him, he immediately falls into, okay, cool, but why? Yes. (laughs) And so he's like, all right, I'll play it by ear we're going to do this. And then, uh, what was it? She's doing her thing. She's doing the catswain Swain thing. She starts like, she starts actively talking shit. Yeah. The Lord dragon is, you know, this, this, this so-called dragon is, is a little whiny boy. I'll have him, you know, eating out the palm of my hand and she's doing it on purpose to again, antagonize him.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think we get a little bit from like in her, uh, a little bit of an excerpt from in her head where she's like, huh, in this very important meeting where everybody here wants to kill him, now is a perfect time to test how tolerant he can be.
1: Yep. Well also Which again, okay. can I just say Not necessarily a bad test done in a very bad way. Yes. Can I just say okay, this is th- this is not actually related to Cat's Wayne, but it's related to the scene and I just want to say this out loud. Rand at this point in the story, is actively being a dumbass. Do not, please, you are trying to go <laughs> unnoticed and pretend to be someone you're not. Why, why, for the love of the creator, are you walking around the rebel camp with a Heron Mark blade? It's like he didn't learn his lesson from the... Book one, dude! Book one! Like, seriously. And that, again, I know that it's for story purposes (laughs) and it's actually a really epic duel that happens and I love the scene. It's actually a really cool thing and I actually, like, really hope that they keep at least part of it in the show and things like that because it's a really great scene and I love it, but it's predicated on Rand being a really big idiot. Yeah. So... They, they all kind of look anyway. out at this point because Torum is like, ah I see you have a hand mark yeah. on your blade. Let us, let us. And he's also kind of flexing because he's oh, feeling absolutely. a little, he's feeling a little challenged because he's obviously an alpha, totally an alpha. And you know, well, when there's another alpha in the room. Well, also, he's been so having bro. Cad Swain talk shit about him for the last Thirty minutes and he's like sup, you know what i want to hit something with a sword god damn it sup bro yeah she
0: brought out his inner chat <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep so they they uh yeah. they commence with a duel it's beautiful that it starts you know it starts you know much like a uh, wesley and inigo montoya you know ding ding oh you know ding 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 that is exactly how it happened um and then a fog oh god oh oh fuck I'm just imagining Rand now later on as he pulls out his sword he goes I know something you do not know I am not right handed anymore I have no right hand I admit so that you are sorry. better than I am. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Then I'm why so are you smiling? Sorry. Good one. Uh... Because I know something you don't know. Um, no, so, but then this fog comes out of nowhere, and everybody's like, what's going on? And, like, Potan Fane jumps out of the fog, <sighs> screaming, I smell you, Randalfo! Uh, I believe he kills one guy, and then slashes Rand on the side right on the spear injury and the cool part about this is this is the first time that we see cad swain express any sort of concern indication that human feelings (laughs) (laughs) any sort of indication that she thinks this might actually be The dragon reborn. Up until this point, she's been, you know, treating him as though he was dumb, a a kid, a nobody, just another man who can channel. And even as a reader looking through this, we don't know if she believes that or if that's a front, if that's machismo that she's putting up to try and maintain her authority. With the other Aes Sedai and establish some authority with him. But at least like, she helped. As soon as, but she knows. Rand goes down and she's like, shit, everybody now. She commences with attempting to heal him. She doesn't have the skill. She calls one of the other healers, one of the yellow sisters, and says, heal this man. Fix him. Fix <laughs> him now.
0: God damn it. And I don't so, care what it cost. Make him well again. <laughs>
1: We can make him stronger. My wife, please.
0: Better. (laughs) (laughs) But it it goes, like, well enough, and they they get out of there. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and she talks with uh, Sorlia. And they have this, like, heart-to-heart talk where she's, like, you know, coming to a mutual respect terms with the wise ones and – you know, they make this deal that they'll work together to re- make him remember laughter and tears. Um, and so Soralea, to show that she has faith in this, kind of uh, shows Cat Swain how to travel. And now Cat oh. Swain can just pop in wherever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. Which isn't always bad, but isn't always good. Because just when you think maybe Cat Swain is turning around, the very next time we see her, she's back to her fucky fuck shenanigans and blackmailing Ashaman. Yep. Because she blackmails Narishma, Flynn, and Hopwell into accepting water bonds from from the Aes Sedai that, that she leads. That she yep. does.
1: And guess who they haven't sworn fealty to? Exactly. Brand. Is it ran that's a good guess, yeah. <laughs> um I'm glad someone like, got my six million dollar man. Dude, we <laughs> all <laughs> got your six million. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, got my six, just because we didn't drop ifs in the chat doesn't mean we didn't
0: get it. So then she's uh again on her on her same legendary bullshit. She holds Sheldon Dentogara, morning tide, captive. And blackmails her into finding out what the sea
1: folk want with Ran. How many spankings do you think that she gave Narishma, <laughs> Flynn, Hopwill, and <laughs> Dintagar Morningtide? <laughs> uh, Plenty. A copious <laughs> amount of spankings. Enough. A spankings. veritable medley of spankings, <laughs> a, a <Yeah>. cornucopia copia <laughs> of, of bottom strikes. Uh, yes. She okay, so she does she does a lot of a lot of shit. Like she she gets very philosophical with the wise ones, like you guys are referring to. Um I think her next like real big moment, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, she is present at the cleansing of Sidine. Yes, oh, she and is not she is more not, than present. Not and I was just gonna say, not only is she present, but she is. Instrumental. Well, she's at least her paralysis. that is <laughs> no, I mean, it's her as well. It's absolutely her. She has a lot her. of experience that is extremely <laughs> valuable. Definitely
0: also the paralysis. Net. <laughs> <laughs> she like she just spawned into fucking San Andreas and just unlocked all the weapons. Like basically, <laughs> her her entire hairdo is one big cheat code. I
1: love it. I and like, do I you think it. she would have been as effective if we had just like you know just used this like from the neck up, Cad Swain. If we had just and then just brought that with us, like to the cleansing <laughs> of Sidene. what is she? Is she freaking a Medusa now? I mean, maybe <laughs> yeah. she does I love you. Make me rock hard.
0: <laughs> hey. No, she doesn't. I, don't. Oh, but she, well, I mean, that's that's. <laughs> That's, again, like, so we get all these, like, this multi-layered hero sandwich-esque kind of thing uh, of Cat's Wayne where does something really cool, then does something really shitty, and then does something really cool, and then does something really shitty. Uh, And this is, like, a really big stack of nice, really cool Angus beef on the sandwich. Yes. Because (laughs) she is staying with Rand and Nynaeve as they are focused, well, mainly Rand, but Nynaeve as well focused on the task at hand and she's using one ornament of the paralysis net to maintain a shield dome above them because they're defenseless Mm -hmm. then she uses another to the tech where any of the forsaken are channeling looks over at pinfell and says yeah the shiny crystal sword in your hand point it that way and fire yep and Point it that way and and
1: make fucky (laughs) yeah
0: uh it, it goes to great effect they are able mm-hmm. to handedly defend uh Rand and Nynaeve because everybody else is there to defend Rand and Nynaeve that is yep. their sole purpose yes um and ultimately uh they're successful and she she does watch over and make sure that the now you know exhausted and unconscious Rand is taken uh, very much well uh, care of
1: oh wait She's- but also And this is again one of those things where she's like, I'm very concerned about Rand, look after him, do whatever. But then she also takes the shit and goes ahead and like hides it and is like, We might need these later. Like, but like every time you want to like Cad Swain, she just fucking twists a knife that she put in from the one that she walks in.
0: After uh, Shadow Logoth and after the cleansing of Sidine, they have, like, a stretch where they have a pretty decent relationship where, yeah, because of the efforts there, Rand now trusts her to be an advisor, and he talks to her, he, like, he tells her about his plans to ally with the Sean Chan, and she's like, that's a fucking terrible idea. They are horrible, horrible people, and he's like, yeah, but the Finn told me this, and she's like,
1: shit. Okay. <laughs> well, I <Makes> also <laughs> I also love how, like, Okay, just just think about that for a second. Yeah, but like the worst people ever told me that I should ally with the second worst people ever <laughs> to make sure that everyone else doesn't die. Fuck! Why is that a thing? That needs to-
0: <laughs> well, she she does turn her like annoying antics on low gain for a while because like oh yeah. Logan pops up and he's like, oh, yes, you know, I, I work very hard at the Black Tower. And she was like, "Huh? almost as hard as you lost all that land you took in Galdea, right? I, or in Gelden. Uh, um, I, I corrected myself that time. I'm good.
1: Nicely
0: done. And Logan's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and it's like, everybody, everybody long, just seems to be long. rubbed wrong by Kat's Wayne. Men is rubbed wrong. Logane is rubbed wrong, Rand is rubbed wrong, all the other Ashraman are rubbed wrong. Why is she um, going
1: around rubbing so many people? Jesus. Yeah. But uh <laughs> she, she thinks she'd be better she, at it. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, her um, thing but is. But she does, she rubbing. she gets into it with Rand again. Uh, and he actually earns some points with her because she says something to the effect that is a threat towards men and his friends, and he basically turns on her, and he's like, Yeah. Don't ever do that again, or I will end you. <laughs> and she's like, That's the fuck my person, that mean?
1: I don't know. You.
0: I think. Is that the point where he tells her that like he could end her with a thought? Yes. That yes. is the
1: that is the end. Because it comes into play later is, on. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Finally. Especially yeah. because, again, my favorite part about that particular scene is that. How their relationship started with her thinking he was too big for his britches, trying to piss him off, get an angry temper tantrum rise out of him, and it works. It absolutely works because she knows exactly what to say to go ahead and do whatever. And again, while she does have her moments, and I do think that she does some good things, I'm not trying to take those badassery moments away from her she does basically keep that up the whole time where she is just antagonistic for the sake of being antagonistic in so many ways. And a lot of the time she gets it right. As far as she knows what to say to push the buttons,
0: Like and parent, the but none of the makeup sex.
1: Yes. But this is the moment where I'm like the most proud of our boy Rand and also like really, Cad Swain realizes that she doesn't know as much as she thinks because she does. She goes ahead and pushes more buttons and she's like, I know which ones to push. And she pushes a button and Rand 100% calmly. He doesn't yell at her. He doesn't, like, get whatever. He just looks at her and goes, Cad Swain, you just done fucked up. You said the wrong thing to the (laughs) wrong person. I'm not angry at you, but if you ever say anything like that ever again, you will be dead. (laughs) Your children will be dead. All of the rest of your family will be dead. And the best part, it won't even take that much effort and then just walks the fuck away. Like it's the most,
0: it definitely pulls to like a. I'm not saying I want violence, but if you choose <laughs> violence, someone else will raise your sons and daughters. Or, it's just like, oh.
1: yes. no, exactly. Oh. And and it's so calm. Like, again, I love that scene so much because she is trying to do the same thing. And she just picks the wrong thing. And of course, I think that Rand has also learned, like it's a combination of the two where Rand is like, I know how to deal with you. And also I'm being honest. Cause I'm not going to threaten your life or anything like that just out of nowhere. I'm not that kind of person. You had to get me to threatening your life. But also, I'm not going to yell it at you. I'm not going to tell she, you, you know, angrily, blah, blah, blah. No, I am just going to give you exactly what you've been looking for this whole time. A very calm, extremely dangerous dragon reborn. She Have fun she, with that. She she continues to, so like there's even a, a point in time Min Min has a viewing and says Rand you need her mm-hmm. it, without her you lose Yep. I, I don't know how I don't know why she just goes fuck yeah <laughs> so he says fine me so he welcomes her in? in and he says you know he he is respectful to her he is very uh you know a cordial very formal with her and asks for her advice asks for her input and the whole time she's just being a bitch yep for the sake of being a bitch and he's like fed up like had it up to here and every single time he's about to be like "Mm," min is like you need her honey honey." (laughs) Daddy. Sorry. (laughs) Daddy. Sorry. Daddy. Sorry. Rand. And Rand is like... Like this is, of course, one of the reasons why we hate when people go ahead and call Min a lamp. Like, she single-handedly saved Cad saved Cads, Which murdered. may not be a good thing. <laughs> no, it was. Again, based on what Cad Swain does later on, she's <laughs> necessary, even though I hate her. <laughs> she yeah. She's the necessary evil in the book. Yeah, and well, yeah, if he because... just murdered her the second he met her, then yeah. um, <laughs> And there, there are there two wow,
0: there are two very distinct points um, in in the future of what Cat Swain does after this point that are very clear about, about why Cat Swain being there is advantageous because she goes with Ran and Men whenever he goes to meet with who he thinks is the daughter of the nine moons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And Kat Swain is like My hair senses some fucky shit. That's not the daughter of the nine moons. (laughs) That's no moon. My hair senses are tingling. (laughs) Yeah. And it gives him, it gives Rand just enough warning warning to where he blocks a fireball from uh, annihilating men. Had men been annihilated, I am 100% confident Rand would have fully broken in the negative way.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. And it would have been been... a a very different ending. This would have been a Dragon Reborn that says, you know what? Fuck it. There's no world without men, so I'm going to destroy time.
1: (laughs) Aliena! Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Elvindredda! Elvindredda! The singing Um, is about to start. Yeah,
0: And then the second point (laughs) is probably the most well-known point about Cat Swain and Rand's interaction. And it's when she finally realizes, hey, I've been doing a fucking heckin' stupid, and I need to deal with Rand differently. You know what's a great idea? Bring his dad here and let him find out that I sent him to Rand. And this, this happens. It's in tier. Tam is brought to tier, and he and Rand are talking Tam lets, lets Rand know that Cat Swain sent for him and Rand goes from I'm super happy to see you, father, to murder. Dude, and barely turned stops himself. You her
1: against me!
0: You have done that yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it... So you have this scene and he narrowly, narrowly, like by the skin of his teeth, stops himself from murdering Tam. And it's horrified. Now, ultimately, the effect turns out to be what Rand needed. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think you can glean from there that had Tam been brought back into Rand's life earlier, the reaction may not have been as negative and severe. Because at this point, again, Rand and Katowin have had a fallen out of sorts again. Well, no. Yeah, they have definitely had a falling out because she was in charge of the male controlling Adom. That you know somebody kind of gets away with and steals and uses against him. Um, yeah, Domination. no bueno. Yeah, yeah. Then she's um, and, banned
1: from my face.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's exactly at that point where like whenever he exiles her is whenever Cazman is like, he said he could kill me with a thought, and I currently believe that. <laughs>
1: You know what? Yeah, I've been around for 300 years. I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> yeah. but the, the fucking boxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. I quit.
0: <laughs> I doubt that he could do it, but I wasn't I <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't hanging around to find it, out. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, so and then you get this beautiful scene of Tam <laughs> being the incredible dad he is where Rand just fucking opens a gateway and pieces out and Tam goes straight to Cat's Wayne and is incredibly pissed he's like what the fuck did you do to my son well and she's like you need to chill your role and wraps up and blows of air and tam is completely unfazed he doesn't looks her square in the eyes and says i've met bullies before
1: yes no also like again just I know that Tam is absolutely incapable in that moment to actually do it. I get that. I'm aware Cad Swain is too. I get it. But when he looks her dead in the face, I you have to think that she is remembering what Rand said to her and being like, oh, oh, he gets that from you. <laughs> you could also maybe kill me with a thought, and I'm not risking that. I oh yeah. It, it was. It was. If you thought, if you thought, never thought the driver was
0: pissed to... when you threatened his wife, his his wife slash girlfriend, yeah, and his friends, yeah,
1: just that's what would happen
0: if you found out that you did something bad to his daddy.
1: Well, can and, I also can I also just say I just love that because again I know that it's not there, but I absolutely want to imagine at the very least that the sexual tension in that moment is so high and catswain goes you know I have flipped a lot of people over and spanked them this is the first time I've had someone that I want to flip me over and spank me <laughs> she's well, just sitting there I... mark me down as scared
0: and <laughs> I,
1: I love that so at this point in time Nineveh and Cat have a uh a tenuous alliance yes it's it's very like so 90 kind of steps in and goes look tam like calm down it's cool and tam's like wisdom i respect you but get the fuck out my way yeah this is not <laughs> happening and 90 is like okay but that's cat swain she's i to and that's when tam delivers his line and he's like i don't care i know how to deal with bullies yeah and that's all she is she's a yeah. bully And it just... Well, and I love how that is exactly the right phrase for Nynaeve, too. Because guess who else has been dealing with bullies their whole life? Now, granted, I will also admit it kind of turned her into one to a certain degree as well. I'm not saying that Nynaeve is perfect. But by this point in the story, she is no longer a bully in any way, shape, or form. And she fucking hates them. So the second that Tam goes ahead and says that, she's like... (laughs) Good point. Oh, fuck, you're totally right. Have fun. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but this this is essentially uh, for, for story purposes the resolution of the Cad Swain arc. Um, now in the last battle, she does do a lot. She does help mount uh, a ton of defenses. She does save my girl Avienda from a oh, surprise shit, attack yeah. by a female was... forsaken who is wielding the true power. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's whenever Catswain, and Avienda Sorlia and A kind of establish this kind of like collective defense thing that they'll help each other every time the Forsaken appears because that's fucking dangerous. Yeah. And you know, Catswain's cheat code hairnet can detect whenever shit's happening. So they're like, Yeah, we got this. Um, and I'm she is one of
1: by her. Thank you very much. <laughs> um,
0: and she is uh, one uh, one of the few, if not the only one who doesn't have a direct either bond to him or prior or kind of post knowledge of, uh, of the body switch that sees Morden riding away from Rand's funeral pyre and is like, okay, that's Sounds Rand lucky. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna let him go. No big deal. Uh, and then I said other Aes approach her uh, sitters, I believe, because it's uh, Saren, Yukiri, Laurel, and Rubinda who approach her and like, Hey, what should we do? And she's like, You should ask the new airman. And they all just kind of look at her and go, Uh huh.
1: Yeah, and she <laughs> we just goes, did that. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yep. They were, and I that's that's what I love about it too is they basically corner her and they're like, No, you, no, you're not running away this time, bitch. Um, yeah. I, I do we love need to one other but you're going to be Omerly. one other really great moment and I realized that you know you can't really talk about Cad Swain without talking about Rand because so much of her she's there specifically for Rand I mean this, that's, this, that's this is Rand tall. and Cadswain. Swain yes. Rand is the taller I mean, one
0: she is the <laughs> plot remedy for book yeah. after book after book of Rand's mental degradation I, I as like, much as as much as the interactions are, bleh, yes, at yeah. At the end of the day, she is she is the pill. She I, is.
1: I like when he comes down from the mountain and he's you know he's zen. He's got his he's cool. He's got access to all the memories of the age of legends, and he sees Cad Swain, and and this is almost like a almost uh, absolution. For her in a way, because he's like, "Okay, you're unbanned. Come on, <laughs> uh, that's that's a really cute paralysis net you're wearing in your hair." And she's hey, like, uh "Bring it in. Come on, yeah, bring it in." And she's like, "She's like, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess you don't know what it's called. Uh, I was the first male Isadai who wore a paralysis net, so I guess." If you're still going with titles, you could call me Rand Sedai because I'm the oldest I Sedai <laughs> on the world right now. Yep. And, well, so and she's just, like,
0: What are you on about, boy? And he's <laughs> like, Don't call me boy. I am thousands <laughs> yeah. of years older than you. And, and she just and goes, she,
1: Huh. <laughs> I I love that I love that he just has this moment where he's just like. He takes all of the wind out of her sails with a simple like, huh, okay, yeah, that's cute. No. And all I can think of in that moment is her going, daddy, oh, boom, boom. Um, well no and again i think that my favorite (laughs) my favorite part about that is he is still rand don't get me wrong he is absolutely still rand and rand has a little bit of like sarcasm and put you down in him i'm not saying he doesn't but like once he comes down from the mountain rand is very much just person and like again he is so old soul at this point and has the memories and things to back it up that he isn't he isn't saying it in a sarcastic way. And that's one of the things that I read it super sarcastic when I first read the books. And every time after that, I've been like, but he's not though. He absolutely just looks at her and goes, don't call me boy. I'm older <laughs> than you. It's not the sarcastic of like, uh, don't call me boy. I'm actually way older than you. It's, it's just full on. It's,
0: it's full on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Like, watch <laughs> the show with me, young man. And it's the oldest guy there. Right? Physically yeah. oldest. Yeah. No, 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 exactly. That's exactly
1: what it is. And so it, it's absolutely Rand coming down and being like, uh, oh, that's a that's a nice paralysis net you're wearing. And she's like, what? My hair? Oh, and he's like, oh, what? I'm sorry. You, you, you like don't my actually hair? remember what it's called. Uh, but I do. It's called a paralysis net, and I was actually one of the first people to wear it. So, you know, I'm like the first size Sadai shit. You should probably call me Rand Sadai. Like, <laughs> whatever. And she's like, boy, get you. And he's like, don't call me boy. I'm older that, than you. Like, and again, that's what it's I'm saying. The proper like, term very is straight. Rand He's like, not Sadai. even sarcastic. He's not trying to put her down a peg. He's literally just saying, like, an, an axe And you're that- like, Holy shit, dude! <laughs> and that's and that's what I love about that moment because he is to the point where she is insignificant to him, or at and least her games are. It, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's a power in that, and, oh. and I think they did a really great job of it. And it was after that that Cad Swain actually deferred a little, yes, and showed respect. And began working with him. Yes. Instead of I'm gonna teach you a lesson. I mean, it was just it was a beautiful <laughs> yeah. interaction there. Well, well and, she and
0: she internally admits to herself that she is very proud yeah. of yes. where Rand is now and how far he's
1: come. Yes. Well, and I think I I, I actually really like the Again, my, one of my favorite things about the English language, and most languages in general, I'm not just talking about Is English, that I can speak it, kind of. <laughs> you know, is, is that you can use the exact same words and say them slightly differently, and it changes everything about it. So again, up until this point, Cadsween has been walking around with her big white tower, swanging everywhere, being like, mm-hmm, <laughs> that's right, I'm going to teach the dragon a lesson. He going to learn from me. The dragon's going to learn today. And then this is the moment where she goes, I don't actually have anything to teach him. I still am going to, but I'm going to teach the dragon a lesson. I need to figure out what that is. I'm going he's going to learn today. And again, the attitude behind it is just so different even though the word choice and the at like the the actual act of what she's gonna do hasn't changed it's just her her mental thoughts on it have changed so dramatically i wonder i wonder if she ever was self-reflective enough to look back at the situation and go i was instrumental in him learning that lesson but I didn't. But I was him. insignificant. Like <laughs> I, I was, I was the antagonist that pushed him to that uh, 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 result. But I wasn't the teacher who guided him. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, that's a big I thought know. right there. I wonder yeah. if she was ever. Yeah, she mm. does have a long time to think about it. She's so. a very long time. So okay. So final thoughts, Cat Swain. Uh I, I will admit this after having spoken about it, I don't hate her nearly as much as I used to. <laughs> but I still God she just oh it's 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 one step forward, two steps back with her. Every time she does something badass, you know it, it uh, to 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 bring from you know her lesson of, to teach him to laugh and cry again and to quote Jim Croce, you know, for every time that we had laughed, there were two times that I had cried. Yeah. Cad Swain, <laughs> you did amazing things. You are a deep, uh, complex character of a person who I would not get along with at all. You would be drama that I cut from my life. <laughs> yep. so and, that, and that's my final thoughts on Cat Swain man I just I'm glad she was there I recognize her role but damn what a difficult woman to deal with yep Andrew yeah uh,
0: I would say uh, that especially recently I, I feel like I've realized that Cat Swain is a character that perpetually marches forward um, definitely at the beat of her own drum but is always <laughs> moving forward uh, and many times in ways that we don't like, that aren't enjoyable, that don't even seem to be productive. But for the most part, everything that happens with Cat Swain is necessary. Her, her motives are, are earnestly uh, pure and just, she does want to do good things. It's just sometimes the methods uh, are most yes. of the time in the series, at least the methods just are not productive. They are not what needs to happen. And when she finally realizes that she's been going, going about this the wrong way, uh, she does take steps to rectify it. Um, essentially in a coin toss, she throws it up to essentially a 50, 50 chance. She's like, I'm going to bring his dad here. He's going to know I brought his happens. dad here. And either shit is going to go really bad and I just doomed the world. Or things are going to go really well and I just save the world. Um, and fortunately for her, uh, Robert Jordan's notes and Brandon Sanderson decided to write it so that she saved the world instead of doing uh, the world. So. Which I, is a good thing. I do enjoy Cat Swain. She's still not one of my favorite characters because of her attitude uh, towards Rand and how she conducts herself with Rand for so much of the series when we do see her. But um, I can recognize the importance uh, of it and how very different the story would be without Cat Swain.
1: Fair. Daniel? Yeah, I I think that Cat Swain is a necessary evil. I absolutely think that she does more harm overall than good Um, in, sorry, that's not actually true. (laughs) I I think that Cad Swain's actions end up saving a lot of the story. Um, However, I think that those things easily could have been done by someone else, something different or in a different way. Um, and while I do think that she is necessary to the story, so's the dark one. and you're not supposed to like him either. So I feel very similarly about that to, as, as Cadswain because I, I don't think that she actually really does much that redeems her., um, I think that she does good things. But again, I, I think that even all of those good things that she does, even all of that badassery, even all of those things that she does that are in some ways seemingly selfless uh, are extremely selfish. And yeah. I I can't stand her both as a person and as the, the things that she chooses to do. Uh, and so again, I... I absolutely recognize that the story is better for having her there. I get that, and I appreciate that. Um, but as as Josh and Andrew both said, in some ways, I would not get along with Cadswain at all. I have I have met and dated girls like Cadswain, and they're awful. Um and, and again <laughs> here we go again 60% <laughs> uh, and, and again it's it's a it's a big it, it's a big problem with Cad Swain <laughs> that every single time she tries to do something good, she does it badly. And and that's <clears throat> that to me doesn't make her okay. And so again, from start to finish, while I recognize that the story isn't the same without Swain. and while I recognize that she does do badass things and necessary things, I think that they're all done horribly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, these discussions are fun because
0: uh, we have a lot of discussions that go this way where we talk about everything that happens we talk about the effects things have and then a lot of it boils down to a bit of a, a moral argument a moral discussion like oh yeah are these things moral does this make moral sense you know there's things can still be good and be immoral uh, because life is complex and robert jordan uh, more and more brandon sanderson yeah Uh, Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson do a fantastic job of creating that dilemma. Like if you play D and D, that is the classical D and D dilemma. Do you do the horrible thing for the moral reason, or do you do the moral thing for the horrible reason? You know, um, these moral dilemmas are, are age old and it's just uh, a core component of so many stories. Uh, And this one is no exception. And next week we'll be having probably an even more uh moral oh, yeah. dilemma style conversation next weeks
1: next um, week's is gonna be fun yeah yeah we won't tell you uh, what it is I, though you're gonna have to tune in
0: i have i have severe moral issues with the topic for next week yeah <laughs> indeed so so uh and we'll, we'll see how that pans out next week if you are a patreon make sure you tune in you can listen to it live for the low low cost of supporting us for a dollar a month, which we are incredibly thankful for, you can listen to our live recordings every Tuesday at 8 p.m. unless we state otherwise, and we try to give you as much notice as we can. If you are not a patron and you're like, you know what, maybe I do want to listen live, blacktowerpod.com has the link for Patreon, which you'll need to be one of to be able to listen live. And it also has the link for our discord, which is where you will be able to listen live. So if you haven't done that and you want to, Again, it is a dollar. Um, Everything we get from Patreon goes into helping support what we do at Black Tower Podcast. Um, It goes into helping uh, us do more and cool and fun things for everybody else. For anybody that is waiting for their Mixology book, I am waiting for the little shipping envelopes from UPS to come in the mail because I had to order like 40 of them, (laughs) which apparently doesn't cost anything. I'm I'm still suspicious. (laughs)
1: Seems sus, bruh.
0: Well, I ordered them before the USPS is apparently being restructured, so.
1: Ah, yes, you know. well, we'll see what happens. But yeah, about.
0: they are coming, and if you don't believe that they are ready, uh, I have one. Oh Well, technically you I have it for yet, you, but, you but you if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube, um, it's I'm holding it up. If yes, you're not watching true. it on YouTube and you're listening uh, on the podcast, if this is He's up, holding publicly, it up
1: yeah. you can confirm yeah
0: if you're listening to the podcast uh make sure you check out our youtube channel please subscribe and and like the videos it does help a ton uh, and every like helps more than you probably realize it does more than we probably realize it does Uh, and you can see that if you are a patron uh, if you are at least the soldier tier or higher you'll be able to see that roughly a week in advance so like correct the friday after we record but yeah, did yep. did did I did I did I shell us out enough? We you good? did it, yeah, you did no, it. it nice. Thanks
1: everybody for being here. Thanks for tuning in. <coughs> thanks for listening, or thanks for not listening. Thanks for just letting it run in the background to boost our metrics. We appreciate that too. Um, as always, here at the Black Power <coughs> Podcast, we hope you leave here just a tiny bit more insane than you were at the beginning of the show. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed. Taking the taint into your body in the most excellent fashion. And uh uh, you know, hope that you're having a great time. So, from all of us here at the Black Tower, you know, I I have been Josh. And I have been Andrew, and I have been Daniel. And again, thank you so much. Have a lovely rest of the evening. We hope that you tomorrow morning or this morning or whatever is fantastic. And in case we don't see again.